Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time you're listening to this brilliant podcast. I'm your host, Nerdic Pride, and I welcome you to a new exciting episode of Nerdic Episodes. Now, without further ado, let us get into it. So, week three of my 31 days of Halloween spooktacular film marathon, I watched quite a bit, but not as much. I try to stay focused on the seven movies this week. And yeah, no extra movies, nothing extra to watch. I did watch like something that wasn't on the list, but it wasn't horror related. It was uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That's what I watched. Um, that was really good. Not gonna lie, that movie surprised the hell out of me. I everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's so good, it's so good," and I was like, "I'll watch it." And I watched it because my buddy at work lent it to me, and I was like, "Yo, this movie's fucking dope. It's really good." Uh, I was amazed by it, and it was really incredible. Without further ado, let us start with. Day 15, I watched the 2017 It Chapter 1. And as you know, um, I'm a big fan of this particular It, as I said in last week's episode. Um, And basically, the kids, this is them in their child age, fighting off Pennywise the Dancing Clown. And, yeah, so it's them fighting him for the first time as kids. Like, unlike the 1990s mini series of It, it doesn't go back and forth like it does in that film or in the book. It's just them, the whole film centered on them being the, you know, kids fighting the evil clown. And then that was day 15. Day 16, it was... It chapter two. Now this is where um, they come back as adults to face off against Pennywise the dancing clown again. And this one they do take the little format from them like their flashbacks. That's what it's called. Flashbacks from back and forth. Which was cool. I liked it. Um, And uh, both movies I love a lot. And they're really good. They're really great. And that was 15 and 16. Because I kept it consecutive, kind of, in a way. Because I watched the first one made, 1990, Tim Curry's, on the 14th. And then 15th, uh, Bill Skarsgård. And 16, also Bill Skarsgård. So I was like, yeah, I'll keep keep it going. Um, on day number 17, I originally was going to watch... Freddy versus Jason, but then my my buddy over there at work was like, "Hey, you should watch." He sent me a trailer on YouTube about this movie called a Wish Upon. He's like, "You should you know, add this to your um, movie list," and I was like, "You know what? Yes, because you suggested it. I will," and I did, and it was. Really good. I'm surprised how much 
how much I enjoyed it because it's about a uh, an unpopular kid, as these stories go. She is a little embarrassed that her dad and his friend like go around and um pick up like scavengers. So they scavenge around trash to get like stuff that they could reuse or sell and stuff like that. Her mom in the first opening scene, spoiler alert, commits suicide. And so she uh she lived all her life without her mom. But she was a little kid when it happened. And so yeah, so her dad ends up finding a music box and he gifts it to her. And she's like, oh, um, I guess. Yeah, thanks, dad. And he's like, yeah, you're welcome, kid. I forget what he calls her. And she realizes that, like, when she's touching it, she wishes that the girl, popular bully girl, like, like it's rotten away. And she ends up, like, having, like, her skin rot away a little bit, but she's still alive and they have her, like, in the hospital. And... Yeah, so she's like, okay, I guess, like, freaking, not freaking out. She's just like, it could have happened to a better person. And then the bully's friends are trying to do a collection plate for her. And they're like, why would we give her money? She tormented us. They're like, "Ah." and they walk off all mad. And I'm like, really? You guys think they're going to give you money? You guys are the bullies. Nah. So, turns out that each wish she asks, there's a, uh, it gets paid in blood. Someone close to her dies. Or someone she knows passes away, something like that. And she has seven wishes, though. And at the last wish, the, uh, I want to say demon, goes, collects her soul. So she dies. Eventually. And then she's like figures out that her mom had the music box because she was painting it. And yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I would recommend it like for a Saturday afternoon kind of movie where you're just like nothing to watch. Go ahead and watch it. It's on Peacock. But it was pretty decent. Um, and, uh, that was the n- new film. That I haven't seen for that for the week three. And the eighteenth film is one of my personal favorites, Corpse Bride. And this one's about a guy who is getting married to a uh, another lady whose family's poor. So they're marrying into his family because his family's rich and they don't want to end up in the poorhouse. So he they're doing like the pre-wedding stuff and he's getting nervous and jitters and then he like walks out because someone's like, oh it's practice. Go learn your lines, blah blah blah. Because they're being arranged marriage, so they don't really know much about each other. So he's going over there practicing his lines and ends up doing it right, but putting on his wedding ring on a finger of a corpse 
and it's like all bony and everything. And she comes to life and she's like, oh, I will. And then she ends up accidentally marrying a dead woman. And they end up going to the land of the dead and they're like, all like, okay, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) They're all happy because she's married finally. And through all this stuff, he's trying to find a way back into the land of the living so he could get back to his fiance. And there was a line in the movie that I loved where he's like, um, you see, she's my betrothed. Uh, you're the other woman. He's like, no, you're married to me. She's the other woman. And then the, there was a third guy in the room. He's like, yeah, she has a point. <laughs> and yeah, it's a really funny movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, that one, I believe, is on Max. So yeah. Oh, the... Uh, it movies, all three of them are also on Max. If you want to take a gander at them, the next film on the film nineteen was another really good one. I enjoyed a lot on Disney Plus, Werewolf by Night, and this is about a man who tries to go into a secret cabal of hunters who are all fighting to get a bloodstone that's. It's really rare, really powerful, and whoever owns it is like the leader of the cult. <clears throat> Excuse me, leader of the cult, and he has to sneak in, pretend to be one of these hunters, while trying to save the monster that they have to hunt to retrieve it. And uh, it's really good. It's a love letter to the classic Universal Studio monster movies because it's shot in black and white. Recently, they released the color version of it. And it was released last year, but I love the black and white one because it gives off that whole classic theme. And the music, oh my God, the music was so beautiful. It's so good. I highly recommend this one. It's on Disney+. Plus. Werewolf by Night, starring Gael Garcia Bernard. Really good actor. And when he's trying to save his friend, Ted, it turns out like they realize he's a monster too, and he's the werewolf. And so it goes crazy, and it goes really cool, and it's awesome in black and white, and I loved it so much. The number 20, 20th film of my 31 Days of Halloween Spooktacular Marathon event was Evil Dead Rise, another personal favorite of mine. I do love this franchise. I cannot stop talking about this franchise. And I've seen this movie probably like this year alone, maybe five, six times already. Because it came out in April of this year. And and when I was watching it this time around, I was like, I was, I was more focused and paying attention, I guess. Um, but they mentioned that there are three volumes to the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. And when they said that, I was like, oh, shit. There are all three... In the whole film franchise, there are three different books. The one that Ash uses that he's connected to for being the chosen one. And um, 
there's the one that the 2013 one used. And then there's this one. So there's three different books, three different volumes. So that's like, I was like blown away by that fact. I did not pick it up earlier. But when I was watching it this time, I was like, oh shit, that's so cool. Um, but this story takes place in a apartment complex instead of a abandoned cabin in the woods, which was really different and unique for the Evil Dead franchise because it usually takes place in, you know, middle of nowhere, creepy cabin, fun stuff like that. But it turns out the apartment complex is getting torn down while there's a uh, earthquake. The kids find a uh, crack in the like on the floor in the parking lot where it turns out there was a bank there before and there's a bank vault down there and the boy finds all this like religious stuff like vinyl disc and he finds the book of the dead the necronomicon ex mortis i should just call it that necronomicon ex mortis he finds it takes up plays the tape and as you know he who shall play the tape ends up fucking up their whole family because it unleashes the evil spirits, the deadites into the world and takes control of their mom. And that aunt is trying to save them from, you know, being chop suey basically. And yeah, so they have to survive the night fighting off the ghoulish deadites. And I, cannot say this enough it has probably an incredible amount of blood and really cool cgi effects also there's a cheese grater scene that was really creepy and gross and also awesome at the same time (laughs) this movie is just like so amazing i loved it a lot and they did say two of the most iconic lines in the whole franchise. I will swallow your soul. Classic. And dead by dawn. It was so cool. I, when I saw them, I got, I, when I heard those lines being spoken, I got like chills. And I was so excited. <laughs> so that one I also watched on. I watched that one on Amazon Prime because I bought it. I bought that one. And it's also on Max if you don't have Prime. It's also on Max, along with, you know, the other films. Now, the last movie that rounded up the end of the week was one that I really, really liked growing up. And I watched it growing up. It was spooky, creepy. I don't know why I liked it. And the funny thing is I didn't read the book until in junior high. But when I was a kid, I watched it. It's Bram Stoker's Dracula. I know. What? Another Dracula? Well, there's quite a few Dracula movies out there. But this one has the iconic Gary Oldman in it. Keanu Reeves. Sir Anthony Hopkins. And... Winona... Winona Winona Ryder? I think that's her name. And... uh, yeah, that the different telling 
of Dracula as opposed to the Bela Lugosi one that I watched the second day of October. This one was a little bit more closely to the novel than it was the classic 1933 film. Basically, Dracula is trying to buy up some land in London because he's tires of old blood in Transylvania. So he must go get some new blood in London, Carfax Alley, as it were. And so he must go there. And when he does, he requires assistance from Jonathan Harker. And so, sorry, I had to do the accent. Um, but yeah, with the help of Jonathan Harker, who unwillingly, unwittingly has like helped him buy land and he ends up being a prisoner in the castle with Dracula's three three brides who like keep him weak by sucking his blood but they don't kill him in case Dracula needs him again so they're just leaving him weak enough so he doesn't do anything and Dracula's over there in London hitting on Mina because Mina looks like his old wife, his old betrothed. And Van Helsing shows up, played by Anthony Hopkins. And he's telling him, like, oh, no, he's uh, undead, the Nosferatu. He must kill him, la, 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 la. I tried to do my best impersonation of him, but I cannot, unfortunately. And so they're trying to battle Dracula, and Dracula, like, you know, staying one step ahead, trying to seduce Mina. And uh, it ends like it does in the novel. And yeah, that was the last film. I don't know what else to say about it, but the practical effects in it was really, really cool because they had them like all vampired up, like looked like a bat in one scene, which I remember very well. That's when I was growing up, that scene stuck in my head for the longest time. And because he like turns into a giant bat kind of thing and he's threatening them. And then he steps back into the darkness where you can see just the red eyes. And then when they get closer, it just like you see the outline of rats, a, two dozen rats, maybe three dozen. I don't know how many, but they're just all in the shape of the form of his. And then they fall to the ground and disperse. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool, but also so gross. And they all, like, go their other ways. <laughs> yeah, that that was probably one of my favorite movies growing up. And, uh, yeah, so that's how I rounded up the week three of my amazing, phenomenal spooktacular 31 days of Halloween marathon. And also switching to the comic side of things. Last week, I was at the comic store, bought the last, last issue of Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong because it released on Tuesday. And I went there Wednesday. And it was the last, literal last one there. And I had to get it. Obviously, I was going to buy it. But I had to get it. I thought they would have like a different versions, covers of it. But I guess they sold really fast on Tuesday. So I was like, okay, 
I'll buy that one. I bought that one. I bought um, Hellboy and Love number four. I bought... What else did I buy? It was on my Instagram post. But, because I do mini hauls on my Instagram. As everyone knows, my Instagram is Nordic Pride 18 TV. So, oh, one of the letdowns they bought was Ghost Rider Wolverine Weapons of Weapons of Vengeance. That one was like, mm, I kind of regret buying that one. But I thought it I thought it'd be better. It really wasn't. And then I bought Cosmic Ghost Rider 2 and 3. Um, because I had Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider number one. And I was like, oh, we'll get number two and three eventually later down the road, which I did. And then I got Werewolf by Night because I don't think I ever read anything other than that with the uh, Frankencastle where they have, you know, the werewolf in it. Jack, I think his name's Jack Terry, Jack Terrier. Um, yeah, and I saw another go. Like, oh, this one looks interesting. I'll buy it because you know it's spooky. And then I got the Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, which I will say was really, it was really good. But I thought they would have like more of Godzilla and Kong in it, but it was basically just the Justice League being Justice League. And how the, uh, what is it, what do they call themselves? The mass, I'm going to call them the Evil League, because I don't remember what their little group is called. But, it's Lex Luthor, Cheetah, Captain Cold, um, Toy Man, Black Manta, like a bunch of their rogues, villains... Um, joined forces to try to take down the Justice League once and for all. It turns out like Superman's going to propose to Lois Lane and they give him the day off and everyone else is like working double for Superman. And so he's off planning and all this crap. They're off trying to break into the Fortress of Solitude, which they do. And they end up getting transported to a different universe. The villains do, at least. And they end up transporting, I guess, Godzilla and even Kong, too, I'm assuming, into their universe. And it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting because the last panel was Godzilla and Superman flying towards him. So it's going to be a interesting, interesting one. But I did like enjoy it. I did. Man, I can't talk. I really did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun, and it was a lot of fun reading it. And then, as we know, I'm gonna be reading Predator versus Wolverine for the fifth time because this week, Predator versus Wolverine round two and Dracula, which I'm gonna get them both. I'm so excited. Um. Yeah. Then next week I'll do a little review about that. <laughs> well, that, ladies and gentlemen.
I bid you welcome and thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Nordic Pride. Ciao for now.